This week's episode is brought to you by... Join us for the Black Men Building Wealth Virtual Conference, February 29, 2020, from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., featuring Charles Oglesby, Andre Hatchett, Jillian Gordon, Brian Robinson, Brandon Thomas, Oge Madu, Gene Holloman, Lamont Woods, Jay Morrison, Torrance Reed, Byron Sellers, Henry Washington, Brian Thomas, Xavier Miller, Chris Senegal, Jeremy Johnson, and more. Topics covered will include marriage, personal finance, debt paydown strategies, tech and investing, mobile home real estate investing, tax strategies, and more. All proceeds will be donated to the Bless a Black Man Foundation. It's the Black Man Building Wealth Virtual Conference. It's lit. Let's do this. Yeah. Tweet Talk, episode 30. It's lit. Episode. Yeah. Episode uh, Reggie Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was 31. He was a 31? Uh, I think he was he might 31. Have, might have been 31. Dang. Episode Todd Gurley. That was my backup <laughs> in case. Yeah, man. So, 2020 is here in full effect. And some people probably already gave up on the resolutions already. Right. You know. But, it's written just now, getting started. So, you had a tweet. It says, hang out where power hangs out. Let's talk about yes, that. Sir. Yeah, so, so, I was getting my my, my shoes um shine today and um there's some dude there who looked pretty successful he was in the suit he was getting his shoe shine and uh like after he was done he was talking to the um the owner of the shoe shine stand which was dope because the shoe shine stand was actually a family business and so like the son was the person who was like helping me and his dad was over there but his son was just so good at the business um you could tell like it's a family business that business created opportunities for the son, so he's not out there on the street robbing old folks and making the dash. But anyway, so the dad is talking to the dude, and he was like, "Oh man, I saw your speech on TV. It was great. Like, like I'm like, thanks for what you're doing." Apparently, the guy was like this high up for like the Teamsters Union, and I realized like the guy who was sitting next to me actually paid for that guy's um, shoe shine. I thought they were in the FBI or some kind of like CIA type stuff. Um, the way they were moving, he was getting like multiple shoe shine. I'd never seen that before. He like literally would put the shoe on, he would shine him, he would take him off, he would put the other shoes on, he would shine him. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> but I realized like I'm just in the midst of bosses. And the crazy part about it is when I'm when I go other places, I'm in the cigar bar, I'm in the midst of bosses. I've been in the cigar bar, I met Far Gray's brother, I've met uh, real estate guys, I've met very successful people just hanging out in, cig- in cigar bars. And so I realized, like, you got to be around it. And being around it is going to improve your circumstances and improve your condition. So, um, I mean, just hanging out with, like, kind of like, I interact with Chris a lot more now. So, like, interacting with Chris has kind of got my mindset and my thinking on Chris' income levels. So I'm watching what he's doing. Um I'm kind of mirroring what he was doing. 
I'm not just like when you're around dope people, you're going to experience it's just gonna rub off on you. And so it's like if you want to be dope, get around dope spaces. You want to get power, get around people with power. They're gonna bring you up. You want to get around if you want money, get around people with money. Right, so, it rubs off and it inspires you too. Exactly. It rubs off. You you start picking up certain character traits. And so things that they yeah. do, you start doing. Like when I talked about when I used to work with Jewish Al, Jewish Al didn't wear expensive watches. So I didn't wear expensive watches. So then I got the residual effects of not wearing expensive watches, which means you have way more discretionary income. Jewish Al wasn't out here wearing Louis, Gucci, Fendi, all that stuff. I wasn't doing that, but I was still making good money. So therefore I had the excess. And so you pick up their traits. You start seeing what Chris does and you start just mirroring it. Like you ever been like around people and you just pick up their traits? Like that's just what happens. Like you start talking like them, you start moving like them, you start dressing like them. So take that and do it proactively. Like that's what I do. Like, if you realize that principles work, do them proactively. If you realize that, like, when you're around success, like, when you're around something, you become it, get around what you really want to be around. Get around what you really want to become. So. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, it's kind of like athletes. If you hang around top athletes, you start doing their workouts and picking up the little things from them, and you just get better and better. Yeah, it's like yeah. if they're go if they're going out to eat, you're gonna go out to eat where they're going out to eat, and you're not even gonna realize you're taking on their traits. You're just like, this is what we do. It's normal, right? This is just what we do. Yeah. So you said um, add value. That's how you get what you want out of life. So, the blessed black man, black men building wealth conference is going on, and. Everybody that I approach is like, for sure, I'll do it. And what I've realized is they do it because I give so much. I, when, when Mobile Hope, when, when I was over at Blacker Pockets, um, before Mobile Home Elite was big, I started reposting their stuff. And that got them traction. Before Black Wealth Renaissance was big, I started posting their stuff. And that got them more traction. I didn't ask. They didn't ask me. I just did it because I was showing love because I saw them doing dope stuff. And so now when I reach out to people, they're like, show, like, why wouldn't I? Like, of course. And so, like, I've experienced that, like, I don't hop in DMs asking for information, asking for help. I hop in DMs like, how can I help you? This is what I've done to help you. And I feel like that's how you win in life is you add value to your community, we have a community that's impoverished because people are trying to extract value all the time and not add value. And they don't realize that you get value back when you add it. It's a biblical principle. Whatever you give, you get back tenfold. So if I give somebody support, they're going to give me back tenfold support. If I give somebody promo, they're going to give me back tenfold promo. It always happens. And so I just feel like you got to, you got to lead with the give. You got to add value and, I mean, what does that look like? That looks like doing a podcast. It looks like writing a blog. That looks like creating content. That looks like giving game on, on Twitter. That looks like all these different things where you can add value. Um, and so I feel like that's what's most important is if we had more people that were here to add value and here to help other people, people wouldn't struggle. People wouldn't lose. People wouldn't be without. But instead, we're out here competing. We're out here 
trying to one-up the next person instead of trying to uplift the next person. Don't one-up the next person, uplift the next person. Yeah, definitely. Um, Got to get that positive circle going. Um, yeah, people coming DMs, expecting stuff, asking stuff, demanding stuff. That's the funniest thing. Free stuff when you don't even know them. But um, It's the weirdest thing. And then they get mad. If you don't respond to their text message, then they get mad. I saw somebody, just as we were getting on this, somebody sent a message to the dude who has the vending machine course, and he said something about, oh, you can't answer your DMs, you only want female attention. And I was like, bro, like, <laughs> like the audacity of these mother efforts, the audacity. Like, it's gotten to the point where people will, like, feel bad for not responding to DMs. Like, you like we owe you owe it to the world to answer dms and adding value and answering dms for random strangers who want to extract value from you are two different things if you can't get something out of the free stuff we put out here that's on you because a lot of people are out here putting out content giving interviews and people aren't even going after that they're not even approaching you like, hey, I heard you on this podcast, this, po this podcast, this podcast. This is my question for you based on what you said. No, it's like, right. I need some help. Give me some advice. Like, I'm only, like, the thing is, and this is one of the things that I said as it pertains to this, is like, I'm not an average person. I'm not an average person. So if I'm telling you something, it's because it works. I add value when I get what I want. And if I don't get what I want, I just made myself more valuable. I have equity. People know that I've invested in them, so therefore I've had, I have equity. I've built up, I have a reserve that I can tap into when I want to. And I don't even do it for that. I just do it because I want us to win. I just want us to not be dead last. And I'm willing to help you get ahead so that the, all of us aren't dead last. I'm not trying to oust one-up you. I'm trying to one-up them. <laughs> I'm not trying to like best you. I'm trying to get us all together so we can best the competition. We're the Lakers, but we out here competing with our teammates as opposed to competing with the Celtics. We're like, oh, the Celtics too good. They've been winning championships. Like, no, like we need to link up and compete against the outsiders. I need to pass you the ball so you can get a dunk. Because if you get a dunk, we all get points. If you hit a three, we all hit points. If you get some playing time, we all get points. If Raphael is winning, I get points. If everything that Raphael is, is, is working on wins, I get points. And vice versa. That's the benefit of this. It's like the Black, wealth, Black Men Building Wealth Conference benefits Black Wealth Sweet Talks, which benefits Raphael. Right. That's what it's supposed to look like. Right. Just keep going the positive cycle. Um, that's what we're trying to do here. Let's take a quick break. You said create your way out of obscurity. Create something and put yourself on people's radar. 100%. So we, we put out, I don't know if I told you this, but um, I got a DM from somebody like two or three weeks ago. And she was like, hey, um, what did she say? She said something about basically that Jay Morrison wanted to come on the podcast. And I was like, wow, like, that's dope. I've been trying to get Jay on the podcast for a while, so much so that I kind of, like, even stopped doing it. 
Um, and it was just kind of cool to like, kind of, I guess, realize that I'm kind of, I don't know, not necessarily on that level, but I'm on a level. <laughs> I've made yeah. something of myself. Um, right. And, and then when we put out the, the conference and then Andre's reposting it and Byron Sellins is reposting it. And I started looking at the engagement and a lot of the people that I've been following who didn't necessarily like really see me or didn't act as though they saw me, they were like, oh, that's mm-hmm. dope. This is cool. So like the guys over at Earn Your Leisure, they were commenting on it. Um, Jay said he was willing to speak at it. That was cool. Um, some other guys that are doing some really good stuff. And what I found is that by creating this, I kind of put, I kind of, I made myself visible so people saw what we're doing. So then the brand becomes noticeable. And so I realized that you only really get there through creation, not through competition. If you're just the next person out there with a wholesaling course, you're just, you're just a wholesaling guy. But if you're the guy who hops out there, solves a problem, fills a gap, that's dope. And so that's why people will see, like, if you can build a Blacker Pockets, you can build another Blacker Pockets. If you steal a Blacker Pockets, you can't build a Blacker Pockets. So there's more value in being the creator. And so people see me, and I'm just like, like, I don't know where I was going with it, but it's just, it's interesting because like a lot of people think that like, we're just average people. Like, Oh, we're just, you're just this, you're just that. Like, no, like I've been doing this. I tell people I've been doing this. It's, I didn't just start creating stuff. I've been creating stuff my entire life. I created a financial workshop. I created, uh, I helped perpetuate the lyricist lounge at college. I put on programs. I created scholarship funds. I put on yard shows. I put on all these different really dope stuff. Like nothing that I've ever wanted to do. I didn't do. And I've been doing that since day one, not since Twitter, not since Instagram. I've been doing this since day one. And so Blacker Pockets ain't going to stop me because we grew, we, we doubled Tide Capital and we're only going to continue to grow it. And we're only getting on more and more people's radar and we're only going to blow it up. We're only going to have more strategic partnerships. So you got you to gotta create your way in the spaces that you want to see. You don't protest. You don't beg. You don't complain. You go out there, you create your own streaming service. You go out there, you create your own production company. You go out there, that's what Jay-Z did. They couldn't get in the door, so they created their own door. And then people were looking at you like, damn, like, okay, you're going to make it happen with or without me. And that's nothing that I, I said today. I was like, you know, there are people out there who think that their connection to you can stop your greatness. But the only person that can stop your greatness is you. If you decide that you're going to get it, you're going to get it by any means. You might not get it how you thought you were going to get it, but you're going to get it. And so there's a lot of people that think that their connection to you is what's going to either make or break you. There's people who think like, that's the biggest part of the reason why I left Black Pockets. Like they thought they could tell me how to do what I do. They thought they could tell me like, don't do that. Don't do this. So sorry, I got to show and prove. And I've been showing and proving. And I'm going to still talk my shit. Hmm. Yeah. So you he had a tweet that said, look at you, scrolling IG, looking at folks travel, plotting on your next trip. Take that money and buy some income. You're going to spend that money on bullshit anyway. Might as well spend it on a business or some property. Why are you making it complicated? When, when, you, when you put assets in front of everything else, the crazy thing is, is your assets will take care of that thing and then they'll keep on paying. 
And so I had this, this thought in conjunction with a lot of different things. Right now, I need a new car. And I was like, I could go put this money down in the car or I can buy an asset and the asset could pay for the car. And I was like, it's the same money. You put $5,000 in the car, you put $5,000 down on a vacation. You put $5,000 into some vending machines. You put $5,000 into um, a rental property. You put $5,000 into a barbershop. You put $5,000 into a lot. You can, you can take $5,000 and break, break it down, buy some product, flip that product, and you could turn that 1000 into 5000 And so when we start thinking like that, when we start thinking of how can I create money as opposed to creating debt, creating responsibilities, creating liabilities, then we can really get somewhere. So I realized, I was like, you know, last year we went on a vacation and people like, how do you spend $5,000 on a vacation? Well, you stay at the Nobu and you fly either first class or close to it and you eat at nice restaurants. It's not difficult to spend $5,000 on a vacation if you're actually taking a vacation. A lot of people don't take vacation, they be traveling. It's two different things, but they're <laughs> similar. You can get in a car, and you can go from point A to point B, and you can still be in a car. You can do it in a Benz, or you can do it in a Buick. A lot of people out here traveling on a Buick, but since they're in a different country, we think they're in a Benz when they're really not. So if you fly low-budget airlines and you stay in low-budget hotels and all we ever see you is at the beach, maybe you might be able to travel for 800 bucks or less. But when I think of traveling, I think of the way we went to Cabo last year and I think of how we're going to go to Bali this year. Like, that's what traveling cost me. I pay for two. It's not just me. <laughs> and so that's why my number looks like that. That's why I could say, like, okay, why would I – I don't want to spend $5,000 – on a vacation. What I want to do is I want to spend $5,000 on whatever project we're going to work on. And that project is going to give us the $5,000 and it's going to keep coming. You create that asset. And I was telling my wife, I was like, we're going to get to the point where we got all these things hidden to where it's like, it's not a matter of like, if we want to go somewhere, how we want to go. It's like, when are we going? Like we just, we get all these streams hidden and it only grows. And so that's all. It, just, it was funny because um, I was just thinking, I was like, man, like that same money, people are scrolling and looking at IG. It just was like, sometimes I think of funny stuff and I got to put it out there. Um, and that was just one of those things. But it's, it's true. Like we use the same devices to let people take vacations. And I just feel like life is long, man. 45, I was just in a meeting today with the, with the doctor and he they went to um, Spain for Christmas. And they did like all these different cities in Spain and they had multiple families that took their kids. They're doing all this stuff. I feel like a lot of us are rushing to travel so early at the expense of other things because we think that when we have kids, we won't be able to do anything. I think that that's what a lot of people are doing. They're trying to squeeze every little bit out of life before they have kids. They're like, cause I'm going to be broke after I have kids. So I can't do anything like that. So I got to do it, do it, do it. So I feel like that's one of the things, but I don't know. It's just interesting seeing, seeing how it happens. But I also said, that that play play gonna get you lapped lapped. There's a lot of people out here playing and I see them slowing down. So they were out here, they were working hard when they, they had their job, they quit their job. And now it seems like their intensity is gone. Like they're not doing what they should have been doing back in, the, back in the day. And it's my job as their accountability partner to pull their, pull their cape and say, hey, like, I, I don't know what's going on, but you were working a lot harder. Now you just chilling, now you just, now you, now you, now you playing. There's too much playing, not enough 
like stepping on the gas, stepping on their neck. Mm-hmm. You said, um, while you are while you are out there celebrating your success, someone is plotting on taking yours. Keep working. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, um, it's just there's there's we have, we have we live in a big world, and just because you're ahead of the pack doesn't mean that you're going to stay there. You got to keep going. There's a reason why people like Oprah and Bill Gates and all these guys still get up and go to work because they want to stay at the top. It's not enough to just get right. to the top. You got to stay there too. LeBron has to stay there. Tom Brady has to stay there. Floyd Mayweather has to stay there. And a lot of us are like, we made it, and that's it. Like, it's not enough just to like make the money. Do you, do you did you keep the money? Did you invest it? Do you have it paying you monthly? And so that's all I've seen is is if and if you aren't, what I'm finding is there's somebody out there who's who's looking to take your spot at the top. There's somebody else that out there creating a podcast creating an investment club, creating um, all an e-com store. There's people out there that are literally watching you. And I think that's one of the things I realized is people are out there watching you. I forgot what somebody launched that I, I've been doing for a while. It's probably an investment club. This guy was like, oh, man, we have this investment club and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, interesting, interesting. <laughs> so I would, just, I would just say, like, you got to, like, for me, I feel like sometimes I say stuff and people think that I'm talking to them when I'm really talking to me. Like, if I tweet something and it's hard hitting, I'm probably telling myself it. I'm probably telling myself, like, chill on the vacations and put that money to work. I put out a tweet and I was like, if you don't put the money to work, you're going to end up having it uh, out there playing. And that was for me. I was like, I got to keep it in the street. Like Dame said, like, if I have cash, it has to go into a hard asset. It has to. I can't take cash and let it disappear into some bullshit. I can't take cash and let it not turn into income. I have to take the cash. I have to got to keep it in the street. And so for me, it's like my Twitter is really just like me talking to me. People think I'm talking to them. I'm only talking to you if I'm t- literally talking to you. Most of them just talking to myself. It's like a personal checklist, a personal just like, like, I guess like mental impressions. We'll be right back. This is Elwood of Mindset Matters Tees. We offer merchandise with quotes that help shape your mindset. You can find us at www.mindsetmatterstees.com. Gotcha. Scott, you said spending money on real estate isn't really spending money. I'm going to get it back. Right. Um, every single dollar that Chris has put into his properties is still his dollars. Like, it's, think about it this way. If you take $30,000, right, and you buy, the, the key word is here is buy, because you can say, I bought some stocks. You can say, I bought some property. You can say, I bought a car. You can say, I bought tickets to this, to this, uh, to this concert. And the key word that connects whatever you are doing is buy. The difference is one is an asset and one is a, a liability. One takes money out of your pocket, one puts money into it. And so the thing is, is that when you buy a car, it goes to zero. When you buy a house, it goes to infinity. And that's why in other communities, they have conscious consumerism. If you're going to consume, at least consume things that are gonna either retain their value or increase in value. 
and I wrote a blog about this. That's why you'll see the Jews, they're going to they're gonna consume on gold, jewelry. Things are going to retain their value or go up in value. Or they're going to consume in real estate. Things are going to retain its value or go up in value. But they're not going to have the flashiest cars. They're not going to have the flashiest clothes. They're not going to have the flashiest things that go to zero. They're going to put their money into something that's going to lock it in. So Chris, as he buys houses, he really is just locking in his wealth. And now he has immediate net worth. So you have your cash, you also have your net worth. So let's say, for example, you bought $200,000 worth of homes this year. On paper, it might look like he lost $200,000. But if you look at his actual financial statement, all it did is you took it from one asset column and you moved it to the next asset column. You took go from cash and you put it into uh, at a real property. But he's still worth the same amount of money. So that's all I was saying is yeah. that like when you spend money, it's not gone. When you, when you invest money, it's not gone. It's never gone. It's still yours. It's either going to be at or near the, the value or more. And I think that that's what Dr. Nur Muhammad was talking about. It's like, we need to get as enthusiastic about investing as we are about spending. Because spending goes to zero. I go out there and I buy some shoes, they're going to go to zero. I go out there and I buy some stock, it'll at least stay there or go higher. Yeah, and sidebar, that that Nur Muhammad um, interview on Breakfast Club, that one's pretty good too. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of his stuff. He has a Vlad one too that's good too. Yeah, I, I was I've been paying attention to that one too. I'm talking about the financial coonery. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. I thought it was interesting when he was talking about the um the little strip mall that the Nation of Islam bought. They said they, they bought this the, the strip mall and they, they gutted it and they put in uh oh, like a beauty salon, a barbershop, daycare, and a school. Say, so, man, those are the kind of moves you need to be making. Yep. And and the crazy part about it is it's possible. We just act like it isn't possible. Um, the same people, what's really dangerous about social media is people see large numbers and they think that that's the consensus for everybody. And so, like, there will be, like, large numbers of people saying, like, oh, you can't build your own strip mall. They'll burn it down. And, <laughs> but, like, then you'll also see that this girl who posts this tweet talking about poor people shouldn't save money also gets a bunch of following as well. And so, like, bunch of following doesn't really mean anything. It's a lot of dumb people out there, too, that are disagreeing with dumb shit. Yeah, so that one, that one weird. It keeps getting weirder and weirder on um, Twitter, man. Yep. People are strange and people are disagreeing with it. It's like, what? Did you read what she wrote? I don't know. Well, anyway, we got the um, Black Man Building Wealth Conference coming in February. Lit. Get your tickets while, it, while it's still $75. You have a link for that. Um, Follow us on Twitter. Got Charles at Todd Billy, T O D D B I L L I. Got me, Raphael, at Work Money Life. And follow us on Instagram at Black Wealth Tweet Talk, at Todd.Capital, at Partner with Millie, and at Bless a Black Man. Like you said, um, Black Man Building Wealth. Conference with Byron Sellers, Julian Gordon, Money Madu, uh, Xavier Miller, 
Now we got Chris Johnson, yeah. Jay Harvison. Um, and I'm, and I'm working. I'm working on two more people. We're working on John Henry and working on Don Peoples Jr. So if we can lock those in, we'll have a we'll have a full roster. That's what we're trying to do. And we're trying to. This isn't just the only one. We're trying to do more than one. Um, so yeah, the more creativity that we apply towards our own, the more I think wealth we're gonna create for our own. And so for me, it's like it's all about creating over complaining, man. Damn, it's a bar too. <laughs> creating over complaining. Create, create, create. Twenty twenty. So we're gonna do it. Um, what else we need to do? We gotta shout out Charm City Buyers. Shout out to uh, Terry Gioma. I'm an investor on IG at Hood States. Who else? Erica Williams. I shout out Mindset Matters Tees. Uh, it's funny, I saw him. She was showing off a picture of him. Um, she met him. The Mindset Matters Tees guys, him and his daughter. Oh, really? That's dope. Yeah. Like maybe three weeks ago or so, she put up a picture and said, oh, I met this guy. He had his daughter with him. Mindset. He had his, his t-shirt line, Mindset Matters Tees. I was like, oh, that's, that's the guy. What? Get your tickets on Eventbrite. We'll have the link, of course, on all of the social media. Batman Building World Virtual Conference. $75 for now. Get it while it's hot before the price goes up. There will be a recording included. If you can't watch the whole day, it's going to be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, anything else we want to say, Charles? Uh, I'm blessed, man. I'm just thankful. <laughs> I'm blessed. Um, you know, it's interesting. The Mindset Matters Tease, it's another company that I set up. And so, like, I always have an affinity for companies that I set up. Um, I want to help them be successful. My goal isn't just to start your company. My goal is for you to have a successful company that I started. So the same thing is true for 24-7 Watches. It's another company that I started. Um, I feel like my fingerprint and our fingerprint as an organization is on this whole Black Wealth Building Renaissance um, also want to shout out Raphael. I was thinking about this today. I was like, man, like Raphael just got to stick with the vision. Cause we're going, we're going to make it. And I was thinking about how, like we build one Apple, we build one Amazon, we build one Google and we're all going to eat. We're all going to, we're all, all going to live well. And I think that that's one thing that I just, I like about Raphael is he's putting effort into the vision. I'm putting effort into the vision and it might even be a subsidiary of that vision but we're both going to put the effort and energy into it. We're going to boot it up. We're going to make some money together. We're also going to change things together. We're going to improve things for our people. So um, did you already shout out the friends of the show? Yep. Yep. All right. Man. I did. Uh, I think that was my last word. That was it. Cool. It's a good one. So Tweet Talk episode 30. We are out. Peace. Cool. cool. It's the Black Men Building Wealth Virtual Conference coming February 2020. You ready? It's lit.